The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, thieves, welcome to the Boston Podcast. This is Dave. Thank you for joining us. If you like this podcast, by the way, share it with a friend or a neighbor, you know, give us a little love. We like that. We're sitting here in our Westwood studios, and if you want to be the next big podcast star, you should join us here. Right, Carrie? Yes, absolutely. Carrie, <laughs> Carrie Dabowski is here, my, my sidekick and colleague. She was... Uh, where are my kids? Oh, I always forget. Hold on. I mean, not everything's perfect in podcasting. Sometimes, you know, you're finding out how the okay, sausage okay. is made here, right. kids. I should have the kid there. there you Yay! Lisa likes that one. Yes. Our guest, by the way, Those is... Those are all my kids. Okay. They're all girls. <laughs> Our guest today is Lisa Evans, who's the artistic director, CEO, head honcho at Concord Youth Theater. And it's Yay! wicked cool. Yes, and welcome. You should play the kids Wic- again. Oh, uh, well... That everybody does. Play them both at the same time. All right. I like that. <laughs> They're really enthusiastic this morning. Welcome, Lisa. Welcome. Thanks. As as I was saying, so Lisa is going to tell us all about the Concord Youth Theater and all the cool stuff that's going on. They have a new building which is sparkling. Some anonymous donor apparently bought the the thing. <laughs> okay, so if you know Lisa, it, as it turns out, she's got some kids who have done some pretty important things. That's a teaser. See if you can guess who they are. Um, Before we get there, I do need to tell you about our sponsors, U.S. Postal Service, second largest employer in the United States, offering paid training and ways to move up. Apply today, usps.com slash careers, U.S. Postal Service, deliver for the nation. Carrie, do you know who the first largest employer in the United States is? I want to guess? I think it's the USPS. No, that's the second one. Listen to the promos. (laughs) Know our sponsors. They're very loyal sponsors. I was mouthing to Lisa, one of our mutual friends, George Kippenhan. Yes. Who works for the USPS. And, and so we were just mutually admiring George while we weren't listening we to We should you. send some, kidding aside, we should send some love to George yes. today. His daughter yes. has a little thing, a little procedure. She's going to be fine. She's going to be great. She's going to yes. be great. But um, we send all of our love to George and your family. He, he is the biggest, lo- most lovable teddy yeah, bear, I George. Love that guy. Yes. I <laughs> hope he wouldn't mind me saying that. I also want to thank our friends at Adori. That's our podcast platform. But for you folks, you should go to the App Store and download the Adori podcast player because your podcast will come to life with images and stuff. You could be seeing pictures of Lisa Evans right now on the Adore podcast app that she told us not to put on there, but we did anyway. <laughs> she said no pictures. Um, anyway, so is that all my housekeeping? Yeah, uh, what's Carrie? the answer, though? What what's the answer to what? Answer? The third Oh, line? yeah, the second line. The, what's the first? It's kind of obvious. That's a good guess. Would you like to guess, Lisa? Not at L- all. Largest Pod 617. No, no, no. Um, in terms of ego, maybe. I'm kind of a big deal. No, it's um, it's Walmart. It's Walmart. So, not... Uh, no, you, 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 in, that makes sense. Insert joke here. <laughs> okay. So, uh, again, director of ConcordYouthTheater.org. She has a few kids raised in raised in Sudbury. Your kids were raised in Sudbury. Yay. Correct. Yes. Shout yes, out Sudbury. Were. That's Carrie's hometown also. She tells me every day. That's how I know her. Okay, yes. well, there we go. So, um, tell tell us. Uh, I want to hear about the theater, but I, I, I'm afraid I'm teasing my listeners. That she happens to have some kids who are into acting, including Scott Evans, who's an actor who's been in some really cool stuff. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Doesn't everybody mention Scott first? Yes, yeah, they should. What's Not his to... latest movie that he just? Um, he's got a film touring some festivals right now called Sell By. Mm-hmm. And um, it's having great success, and Yay. they're looking for distributors, and I think uh, things are going to go very well. He's also had some cool TV roles. You might remember him yeah. from One Life to Live. He played Oliver Fish, uh, and I'm, did. I, I am looking at his uh, IMDb page. But nevertheless, he's been in a lot of stuff, and Grace and Frankie now, right? Correct. So is he a recurring role on Grace and Frankie? Um, no longer, but no he did for two seasons. A memorable turn. Yeah. Very good. Um, and the, he also brought um, a family member onto One Life yes. to live with him. You? That's correct. Come on! I'm not lying. I love it. Mm. What was that like? It was fun. I played his mother. His <laughs> disapproving mother. What a stretch. Because. You, 
you poor, be, you poor he, thing. Now you've been typecast, and you're, you can only play his mom. A mother. Yes. Why was she disapproving? She was disapproving because his character was a gay character. He was oh. a police officer, and um, she was from the Midwest, and she was a very right-wing, conservative, totally not religious <laughs> type. And the wardrobe called me at home and said, do you have anything in your closet that would fit this character? And I just burst out laughing. I said, wow. pretty, pretty much no. 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 That's kind of that kind of progressive for I'm looking uh, 2008 to 2010. Yeah, it was great to have a gay character on there. Uh, what what was it like on the set of a soap? I've always wondered is because you hear you hear that it's a lot of fun to be on a soap. So very famous people have started on soaps, right, but right. also that they kind of throw it together. Is that is there something to that? So it felt that way to me. But um, I'm a theater person, and we do right. nothing but rehearse and rehearse oh. and rehearse and rehearse. And before we open and run our show, everything is you know, exactly perfect. Soap felt like everybody learned everything the night before and got in there and, and they were yeah. winging it. But they did great. So that's just the way in which they do things. Are soap operas dying in popularity or are they always going to be kind of around? Probably. I think they're dying. I had. I just remember, just, did you did you have a soap uh, as a kid? General Hospital. GH. Right. My, that's my, still on. Yeah. I, well, and is like Duke Lavery and Anna Devane and Jack Wagner. Jack Wagner was my first concert that I saw. But my mom used to. People um, used to say I looked like us. Jack Wagner. No. Uh-huh. My mom. <laughs> All I need. No, sorry. Wasn't but that him? I, oh. Yes, it yeah. was him. Okay. But my mom used to forbid us from watching. She was working, so she'd be like, you can't come home and watch TV. You ha- General Hospital, you have to do your homework. No Luke and Laura for you? No, I started watching right after Luke and Laura. Oh, okay. And then they came back, right? Yeah. So yeah. she used to feel the top of the TV to see if it was hot, to see I if we'd been her. watching. She's, yeah, she's brilliant. Awesome. Yes. Oh, God. There's your boy, Jack. Oh my god, he looks and then he was on Melrose Place. See, I looked just like him, didn't I? <laughs> no, you look like another person that we're not gonna mention. Oh yes. He's been stricken from the record of yeah, Hollywood. No, we're not gonna mention his Poor name. Kevin Spacey. I just did. So oh, there. Okay. So there. He still anyway. exists. All right, enough, Jack. All right, well, yes, I guess we should just go ahead and tell you that Lisa's son is a guy named Chris Evans, and you probably know him because he he narrated a movie called America's Game, the story (laughs) of the 2014 New England Patriots. I will say flat out, one of his most favorite and cherished roles. And you're not kidding, right? No, absolutely not kidding. I think if I were him, I would probably feel the same way. If you have ever watched him in an interview, he can't even discuss Tom Brady without getting jittery and excited. Never. Has never met him. Wow, he, that's weird. He feels like he couldn't look him in the eye. Oh my god! But he, like that's how people feel about Chris. Yeah, but Chris mm-hmm. has a has a love. Like I've met for Tom, Tom Brady <laughs> that is beyond explanation. He he gets jittery and nervous and excited and sweaty and. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And Tom Brady would probably say, you you were saying before we recorded that your son has said to you, hey, I I make believe for a living, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and the suggestion seemed to be, don't make that big a deal about me, right? Right. Yeah. But he is kind of a big deal. Oh, that's, Tom Brady has a gift. It's a gift. (laughs) What? Are you kidding? He does. He does. And he's a beautiful man and all that. Lisa, we had had a podcast where we do with our friends, Maddie and Ronnie, they do a paranormal podcast called Monsterland. And we had a serious discussion as to whether Tom Brady is an alien. Because, because he has this glow about him that yep. I used to say about like Elvis, you yep. know, or, yep. or whomever. Yep. Um, we could, t- so that's, but, it, but it's just very interesting that one of the biggest stars in Hollywood is, is starstruck by an athlete. It, it's, uh, th- there's something kind of endearing about that. So I still haven't said Chris is best known as uh, Captain America and, and many other roles. Um, but um, I, I just, just to finish the thought on, you know, Boston sports and how passionate he is. I'm so glad to hear that because, because I, you know, when the they've run out of like celebrities to trot out as like the local um, fans, right? right? And right. so, what what did um, what's her name? Oh, what's her name from the office? Jenna Fisher, Jenna Fisher. is from St. Louis. No, I, I forget what it was. It was she was kind of going up against John Krasinski oh, as yes, they were yes, they yes. were rooting they for the yes. had, right. Which, uh, yeah, what right. was that? The that might have been the World Series. No, the World Series would have been L.A. and then the last Super Bowl was L.A. So what the heck was it? I don't I'm know. Look. Maybe, uh, Keep going. We'll come okay, back to it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. But. Um, but I loved when Chris kind of got in the mix there when like the networks roll out. Well, let's go to. Uh, and was he in the um, the deflate? The, the 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 mock Deflategate video. They he had was. the thing where all these yeah. actors came forward and said, "I'm the deflator yeah. to take the pressure off Tom yeah. Brady." That yeah. 
Oh, it was the Stanley Cup. Yeah, we lost. So it was, um, who did we lose to? St. Louis, Louis, right? Yeah, so she is from St. Louis. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, Chris had a, had a big uh, yeah, Twitter bowl with Chris Pratt, who's from Seattle. Oh, that yeah. Was, they had a, yeah. a huge bet, and, and it was great because, um, of course, the Patriots won that Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. So Chris Pratt had to come to Christopher's Haven, which is one of Chris's favorite charities, and dress up as Star-Lord and meet with all the kids. <laughs> and um, then because, you know, these guys are such good people, Chris actually did fulfill the other end of the bat and he ended up going to Seattle and visit the children's hospital out there too. That, so, I mean, that's when yeah, it's like, yeah, that's what they do. We, we're looking at a um, That's so it. cool. Yeah. Seattle hospital. Yeah. yeah. And he's got the shield. He's got the shield. Yeah. But at you what don't, point did he have to break it to that poor girl in the hospital that uh, you don't get to keep the shield? Maybe he had a different shield <laughs> for her. I'm sure. I'm sure. So uh, here's the question that's on everyone's mind. Do all the Chris's know each other? Yeah, you got Chris Pratt. You got, you got <laughs> Chris, Chris Hemsworth. You got Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Do they have a secret little club? There's no club. But okay. Hemsworth and, and my Chris are in the same film. So sure. clearly they know each other. And, but, and, and but I'm Pratt forgetting. is also. Pratt's in, in um, the last two films. They're all together. Right, right. Yep. I was going to ask. Yeah. Okay. So Chris Pine is the only one, but they all know him. Yeah. And Chris Pine, yeah. right? The uh, yeah. Cap- Captain Kirk. Yes. Not to be confused with yes. Captain. But it, it he is. was also in um, Wonder Woman. Yeah, so DC. The, yeah, I was Carrie. I was. You read my mind. I was just. She's yeah. calling up something about Saturday Night Live. They had a good bit about telling all the Chris's apart. I chipped in. Thank you. Have you seen this? No. Yeah, this is the one. This is it. I had a, I had a small feeling this might happen. I just want to clear things up for everybody here and at home. Chris Evans, right? Chris Hemsworth. They all have the same shirt on. <laughs> Chris Pine. Chris Pine is the host. That he's the guy talking. Chris, he looks like guys. Your son. They all look alike to me. I'm not that Chris. <laughs> I look just like him, but I'm not that Chris. <laughs> I'm not Pratt or Hemsworth. I'm a different guy. <laughs> not Evans either. Look, I'm my own cool vibe. <laughs> Chris Evans is, is six feet as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, hey, Gates, Gates. Yes. You know who I am. Yeah. That's, we get the point. That's funny. Yeah. Um, they all have those That was brilliant. Eyes. That was brilliant. Because yeah, they just, once in a while, SNL just kind of reads your mind. As soon as Chris Pine stepped on stage that night, it, half of America was going, which Chris is he again? Which one is he? Yeah. <laughs> But Chris Evans was the first one pictured in that little pictorial, which you, uh, you couldn't see at home that. there. But, yeah. When people aren't sure who he is, he said a couple of times people go, you're that guy, you're that guy. <laughs> and Chris says in his head, he's like, please say Hemsworth. Please think of Hemsworth. <laughs> well, Hemsworth they're all tall and big. And... Well, I just think one is more handsome than the next. <laughs> but um, And you're biased, Lisa. I have a favorite. Are, yeah, you do, favorite. you do. Yeah. But Carrie, aren't they, I'm, I need to ask a woman's opinion to be really shallow and superficial. You, you can't even like they're all super handsome right is one is well, one like are. is one in they a different are, category they're yeah they're pretty handsome oh stop they are. <laughs> yes it's I'm okay to say people here, are good looking here's the thing but, uh, that yeah. makes that makes chris, chris evans. A, appealing um is that he just is a nice guy he's a good like boy. he's just a really nice guy and and from what I know, and and right. it, he's just a he's a good boy, and he he does he's would a good you, boy. He's a, would you? I feel say, like I'm talking about a dog. <laughs> now, um, obviously, how he presents himself. preaching to the choir is an easy question, but would, would you say that he is comfortable with his fame more so than other celebrities? Perhaps he's not at all comfortable. With he's his not. Fame. Well, uh-uh. Tell me about that. Not at all. Um, he's spoken about this many times. He turned down the role of Captain America three times. Really? Because he kept saying. He didn't want to trade. He just had to weigh the fame and the loss of anonymity with the benefits of doing a role and the doors that it would open on the other side for his career. And um, it was a real struggle for him. He loves being here in New England. Mm -hmm. He loves home. So he, he knew that was a, a, knew. a rocket ship to he knew it to was a rocket ship from yeah. all the people that had been talking to him and all the people that were trying to convince him to do the role. And he just said, if I do this... He said, I'm very happy in my career. I'm flying under the radar. I can walk my dog. Nobody bothers me. I can go to the grocery store and I'm, and I'm have a career. Mm -hmm. Um, If I do this, everything changes. Wow. But it changes on both sides of things. You lose your anonymity, but 
it then puts you in a category where you can really choose your career path in a different way than you can before you mm. sort of cross over. I can imagine the call from, is that a, uh, I'm going to, someone, the comic book geeks are going to kill me. Marvel, are we in the Marvel oh, universe? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I can hear the phone call, you know, for the third time they're calling poor yeah. Chris. And, uh, uh, well, Chris, it's uh, Stu from Marvel. Uh, turns out <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried's not working out as Captain America. So we thought we'd at least give you one more shot. And we thought of Kevin Spacey, something oh, happened God. there. But you know, what's, what's nice is that what Chris has done has been able to benefit, and I'm going to bring it back to CYT, but what it's been able to benefit Concord Youth Theater, well, Christopher's Haven. And that's part of, uh, yeah. of what he knew would happen. He would be able to change the lives of his family right. and the people he loves and the charities he loves, and um, but he would have to forfeit his... Again, his yeah. anonymity, which I guess that's the price or that's the cost for some people. Some people love it. Right. He's some uncomfortable with it. want that. I mean, there right. are, there are right. people who are famous for being famous. Yes. Um, yes. But he just seems very grounded. But Well, you say, yeah, when you say grounded, Carrie, sorry, just I wanted to no, finish my thought from no, before, yeah, before I made those stupid jokes. Um, <laughs> that there, I know you say he's not comfortable with his fame. To me, I'd, I'd interpret what you said as he's humbled by his fame. Very. Um, I, I do think he publicly he's very comfortable with his fame. Um, the, the the two examples I always use of people who I, I just like them because I think they're kind of cool with the whole fame thing are uh, another local boy, Matt Damon. And the other one I use is Justin Timberlake. They they just seem like they're in, actually enjoying being famous. Right. And somewhere in there, you know that there's a part of them that think, I'm lucky. I just got to have fun with this, you know. And I, I, I get that right. same vibe from right. your son, I think, when... Um, he he has to gear up for yeah. a public event, right. but once he's there and he recognizes what it's going to be, he just goes with it. Right. Um, but for the most part, he would rather be rollerblading. Believe it or not, yeah. I know it's twenty nineteen. Oh, uh, I have rollerblading, rollerblading <laughs> walking his dog, hanging out in his yard, yeah. playing basketball. He is all about Boston sports. Right. I mean, that's a criteria. God that's bless like, you, Chris Evans. That's the Keep number that one going. criteria of any girl that he dates. <laughs> yeah. She must appreciate, understand, and recognize where Boston sports sit with this guy. Did you go with him to, to games when oh, he was no, a young no, man? No, 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 you didn't go. Oh, well, we had season tickets to the Celtics games. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, that. that. Yeah. But now as an adult. He, no, he, no, he, I don't mean that. I mean when he was little, before oh, he was yeah, famous. Yeah, where Celtics. Did you, Celtics. Yeah, we were at the garden, the old garden. Yeah, we had Celtics. And, and so those I'm, were the magical years. Those were the oh, so he was, Bird, Parrish, Danny. I mean, those were yeah. the... Yeah, no, I was, think of Chris as much younger, but I guess... He, so he was old enough to go to the, those, the big three games. Yeah, he's 38 okay. now. Okay, well, yeah, he's still too young. Jerk. He's too young, I um, He's a baby. Um, the older he gets, the older I get, so I'm not going <laughs> No, you stopped. Yeah, oh, that's right. Um, okay, so listen, we've talked way too much about this, this um, you know, relatively Good. handsome, relatively talented <laughs> actor. We want to talk about... Uh, Concord Youth Theater. Before we do that, I just want to give a brief shout out to our friends at the U.S. Postal Service, second largest employer in the United States, offering paid trading and ways to move up. Apply today. USPS.com slash careers for mail carriers to corporate management. USPS works together to provide efficient, affordable service to the American public. The workers are the backbone of the service, and the USPS wants to develop an advanced career so its development programs train and prepare employees for promotions and growth in a variety of business areas. Everything you need to know is at usps.com slash careers. Apply today. U.S. Postal Service, deliver for the nation. That was my Captain America wow. voice. You actually did that without messing up. No, I flubbed up one word wow. in the first paragraph. I, I've yet, <laughs> I I've couldn't con- even tell. I continue my streak, Lisa. I've never read it once without making at least one mistake. <laughs> but that's why podcasting is so fun. You can make a mistake. And oops, oopsie, who cares? You know. Just just make up you know a funny uh, sound effect along the way and you know uh, and or you have the button off like I just did. <laughs> See, it's all it's all, and so let's get back my life. to it. <laughs> and that's the day the podcast went completely off the rails. Okay, uh, who wants to start? Because Carrie, we should we you should talk about your connection to Concord Youth Theater as well, right? Sure. Hello. Sure. This is the, the, okay, this is how it works. I'm waiting t- to answer. Best sidekick <laughs> this in the is business. This how and I work. So um, I started, I got to know Concord Youth Theater and Lisa, uh, God, like six years ago maybe. Well. My middle daughter was um, was acting and she wanted to get, she wanted to be part of it. And 
she's now dancing full time, but right. uh, I stayed I'm on the board. I stayed involved with it because number one, the people on the board are awesome and we have a, we have a lot of fun. And number two, because it's such a great organization and, and I'm, and Maya actually, you know, she, she doesn't have a great voice. She doesn't, you know, she, it's fine. Like she enjoyed it, but she, um, Maya doesn't, doesn't listen to this people. podcast. Does she? <laughs> no, she knows she doesn't have a great voice. She okay. takes after me, but she's an amazing dancer mm-hmm. and she misses the people. She loved the kids. She loved Lisa has a, um, no assholes rule where she's mm-hmm. like, like, check it. your ego at the door. Mm-hmm. Number one. See, we we learn from this. So I've been backstage enough times to hear Lisa's talks that she has with the kids. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't tell them don't this, be assholes. No, she tells us. <laughs> I don't say she that. She tells the parents to don't tell their kids not to faces. be assholes. No, she doesn't. I would like to say <laughs> no. that, but I find other but, ways. But it's the no one is any better than anybody else. Right. If you want to feel like you're better than anybody else, go home yeah. and you know go someplace else. Go somewhere else, but. It doesn't matter if you're playing a tree or if you're playing the lead. Everyone's here to support each other and and everyone's a family. And I've been there where kids have um, talked about deep, dark secrets and things. And the kids are like, yay, good for you, whatever it is. Like, they're so, it's a safe place. It's accepting. I'm really bummed that Anna didn't want to do theater, but she <laughs> changes her mind every day. Um, because I know that you would have welcomed Anna, but, um, maybe someday, uh, but it's, she it's might change just her mind. great, it's just, oh, it's just such a great place. It, um, it's great to see kids that are so passionate about it yes. because we, you know, we live in a nation and we talked about a region obsessed with sports right. and like a lot of families think, well, you go out for, I went out for baseball in third grade and I didn't stop until I was like riding the bench in high school stayed, you know, still went out for the team and you know, if it wasn't my, it, for some kids who it's not their cup of tea, I think it becomes such a happy place. I mean, I, I you know, you just, yeah. you just, you see them shine in a way and it's weird. I, I'd like to hear what you guys think. To me, it's different from sports because I mean, certainly you feel pressure. You want to do well. You don't want to flub a line, but to me, there's so much more like if a play goes well, then everybody on stage wins <laughs> like right, in yeah. sports. It's exactly. not that way. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> Excuse me. We, um, The only sports analogy I use with the kids is I tell them that theater is the only team sport you can play your entire life. You can, with with every spectrum of abilities, Mm. you can be an 85-year-old in a wheelchair in the same team, on the same team, with a six-year-old little girl. Yeah, right. We can all play in this in the uh, this team together, and we can all perform together, and we can all have the same success. Um, well, so there that's are my you, sports analogy. There are you know young players on the Patriots who are playing w- alongside an old man. <laughs> as a matter of fact, <laughs> but yeah. but I take Don't your point. Don't call that old. <laughs> no, that old you know what? Is magical. How <laughs> old is how old is he? He's forty. Forty two. Forty two. Yeah, who's counting? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's still he's still less than he's, ten years younger than me. I remind everybody that. Uh, yeah, he's pretty um, magical. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. Um, <laughs> all right, all yeah. right. Enough, <laughs> enough, enough, Tom Brady. Um, Will Chris ever meet Tom Brady? You think? Yeah, that's. Sorry, I, I have to get back. He, um, I think he's very nervous. I know that he's terrified of meeting okay. Tom Brady. He doesn't feel worthy. He doesn't feel as though he could look him in the eye. He doesn't feel as though he could be. He's been in the same room with him. And sort of said, I can't look, I can't be here, I gotta go, I gotta give him a space, give him a space in a gigantic room that he's been in with Wow. Him. Interesting. Yeah, okay, back to CYT. It's, it's his, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so tell us about the new building. We wanna hear about that. It's so exciting. It's beautiful. Um, so and, we, and open now, I'm sorry if I, it's, yeah. it's been, when did it open? I well, guess we had question. our grand opening on the 19th. Um, we officially open on November 1st. We did one show in there, but, we haven't moved our offices and everything in there yet. So we opened on the 19th. We opened a show the following weekend, um, which was Godspell because we bought an old church and we felt that was the appropriate show to open the church with. So through the um, magic of podcasting, you can say you're opening today. Today's November 1st. Oh, how's that? That's magical. Does that make Yay. sense? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, aren't you excited? I'm so excited. You have so, no idea. We've been waiting a long time. You're talking to people in the future who are now excited that it's today. Yes. Yes. So Concord Youth Theater has been in existence since 1976. Mm -hmm. And um, in the beginning years, before I was there, 
they would travel from school to school and do little shows two a year, sometimes three a year. Um, I discovered Concord Youth Theater, which at the time was called Actunes, in 1990 as a mother, mm -hmm. same way Carrie did. Um, my daughter was doing children's theater in another town, and we were looking for something a little closer, and we were living in Sudbury, and this was Concord, and I found it, and so I started sending her there, and after the first show, my both of my boys said, Mommy, we want to do this. And I said, no, no, it's your sister's thing. You mm. stick to soccer. Leave her alone. This is her <laughs> thing. Everybody gets their own thing. We want it, we want it, we want it, we want it. Okay, so I asked Carly, my daughter, would it be okay if your brothers did this with you? And mm. she said, yeah, we don't compete for roles. Of course, that's fine. <laughs> right. Then my boys, then my younger daughter also started. And then it was great for carpooling because all of my kids were going to the same place, which was great. This and, is just like when Marsha Brady starred as Juliet <laughs> and Peter and uh, Jan, they each had one line, Hark and who goes there? And they blew it. You don't yeah, remember this? I don't yeah. remember. And it also led to the clips. Are you Brady? Were you a Brady Bunch of kid? Course, Lisa, come on. Of course. That was a Absolutely. great episode. So much pressure on Marsha to play Juliet. And she's in the, they, you know, they all six kids shared a bathroom on the show. You remember that? <laughs> it was ridiculous. And Between their two bedrooms. Correct. It was, yeah, it was connecting. And so Marsha is in the bathroom trying to talk herself up oh, for this right. role. And she looks into the mirror and she's alone in the bathroom. She says, you are Juliet. You're noble. And you're beautiful. And Bobby says, you're also hung in the bathroom, which is like, it just struck me as the funniest freaking line. Anyway. An architect with a three so bedroom you, house and six uh, children. Right. Yeah, I know. Smart designer. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we, um, in Sorry 1983, that. that's okay. That's, I, it's, it's great. Yes. Um, going it's on an analogy. Yeah. You, get, you, you had yeah. a little Brady Bunch in your it. family as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, in 1983, um, we found a permanent home. And we were there for 20 years, uh, God, more than that, 25 years. And we were asked to leave, which we did. And so in from 2005- That was like financial, I guess, like your, your, yeah. uh, or the well, plays are too loud, or yeah, somebody yeah, was yeah. somebody broke mumble, the no ass. Mumble, mumble, somebody yeah, broke the no ass. There's, I think we're going through a tunnel. Okay, there's like fine. a lot of- We're going down a black hole. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we were asked to leave what, what was That's for many, many years our that. permanent home. So we did. And then so from 2005 till now, so the last 15 years, we have sort of been nomads looking for temporary permanent homes, which we've had. Mm -hmm. A couple of little spaces here and little spaces there and through the kindness and um, caring of a lot of wonderful people in Concord have helped us find places to sit and live temporarily. Mm -hmm. But we've been searching for this permanent space. And um, this church became available for sale. And one person told another who said, call Lisa Evans, she's looking. And um, it all worked out. And we got the, we got a church, yeah. which we converted into a theater, which is it's and it has been com completely beautiful. retrofitted, like it, it doesn't look like a church anymore. It I does it. look just like a church. Kind of looks like a church. Okay. I did everything. Well, we, well, it's in a historic district, so from the outside, it looks exactly like a church. But inside, we tried to keep as much as we could because it's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, and we did. We were able to keep all the windows and available and open, and it, and it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It sounds very Concordy too. Like Concord should have should have nods to the past. You know, like oh. I I. I uh, in a prior life, I worked for Lawyers Weekly, and then one of my favorite courthouses to visit was the Concord Courthouse because, I mean, you generally don't want to go to court, but it happens to be it happens to be a lovely courthouse. It's a, lovely it's a historic beautiful building. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so now, are there other pictures of the new building yet on the website? Or Do, no, I don't maybe think, not yet. We have internal pictures, but I don't think we have external pictures. Okay, no problem. I was looking um, for pictures. Yeah, no look around, Carrie. Your description was um, is it's more than it's, enough. It's stunning, and we're happy, and it's our forever home, and and. Yeah. So when's the first production? Or, or, so the first tell me production that, yeah. was Godspell, okay. and that has already opened and closed. You said that already, sorry. And it was spectacular. Great. And uh, the next one opens November 15th, and that's Anne of Green Gables. Cool. Yeah. And, okay, so tell me, and again, apologies, like if I missed this or whatever. Um, kids of all ages, what, or, or so we how service, um we service young people ages three to 22, and we have different companies and different opportunities for different age kids. The younger kids, we offer classes and workshops. Um, once you're in the third grade, you can start doing little productions, little shows, um, and then we break them down by age. So we have a junior company, we have a second stage company for middle schoolers, and then we have a main stage, which is basically for ages 10 through 18. 
And then we have a teen company, which is just high school. And then we have a young adult company, which is high school and college. So mm-hmm. we have different, different programs for different age kids. I'm seeing these three and four year olds uh, come in and so do you ever, do you, and so tell me the good and the bad. Okay. Cause the, the good must be great, but I'm, but there's gotta be a few of the John Benet Ramsey type. Sorry. It's a dark example, but no, I'm no, sure. no, no, no. I know what you mean. You know I mean, what I mean? I have, I have those types. Okay. Um, so the three and four year olds don't really know where they're coming. They're, <laughs> their parents are bringing them to theater class, but I think, my, well, my experience, I've been in my job for 21 years. My experience in, on this side of it, not being a parent, but on this side of it, is that the kids are at home and they're playing really, really big make-believe. And so the parents are thinking, oh, where can he or she go do some make-believe? Mm-hmm. And so they come to us and we have an amazing teacher with our young people. She's got a early childhood education degree as well as a, a double major in theater. So she just reads storybooks and let them and lets the kids act them out. It's mm-hmm. really cute. She plays a lot of music. So that's really all it is for the young kids, just to give them some safety and help them find their voice and give them the opportunity to really do what they've been doing at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but as they get older, yeah, I run into those moms every so Sometimes. often. Sometimes. Yeah, I sit them right down and say, if that's what you're interested in, this is not the place for you. It's, it's your fault. They all think they're going to be the parents of the next Chris well, Evans. You because see? they think that that's what <laughs> I did with my kids, but I actually did the opposite. Right. My kids were very interested in, in wanting to do all of that stuff in middle school. And I said, absolutely not. You're going to do your high school and you're going to do Concord Youth Theater and that's it. Mm-hmm. And when you're ready to you know, leave home, when you're college age, make a decision. It's up to you. Godspeed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was never that. Say Godspell or Godspeed? Yeah. A little above. <laughs> but you've um, you've told me that you've had parents talk to you about they want to get their kids into commercials yep. and child act. I mean, yeah. share your philosophy, if you don't mind, yeah, I'm, on I'm child fine. acting. So uh, I don't think it's healthy. I think what not, we, we're not talking theater. We're talking. Right. So what TV. we do is we don't push the um, performance aspect. I call it ta-da theater. You know, we're mm-hmm. not shaking our hands and going, ta-da, look at me, look at me. She's doing jazz hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> we teach process. We teach character work. We say, you know, walk like an old person. Or if we're in Charlotte's Web, how would a pig talk? You know, we're talking about creating a character and working as a team and building an artistic product and getting some self-esteem and, and some responsibility and feeling good about yourself and feeling safe. And you can be yourself here and you can you can do all of those things here. Um, the other side of that is parents that want their kids to be on Broadway now. And, and my philosophy on that is kids need to be kids. Mm-hmm. Kids absolutely need to be kids in a normal home, stable environment. Parents that are whisking their children off to New York City or Los Angeles when they're 12 to put them in TV or, or commercials or movies, I have a problem with. Yeah. Because honestly, the reality is, if you look at the spectrum of kids that have done that, you can count on one hand the kids that have come out on the other side as healthy normal unaffected adults that that have done well and and are solid people because the dangers you know there are there's so many tragic stories oh my god i mean and just actors named Corey alone there's like a dozen right there just that exactly Uh, (laughs) exactly um, so i'm really opposed to all of that there's lots to do in this area you know, your schools and, and your community theaters you know, go there and have fun. Is part of that problem about generational, in other words, is this the, are you seeing some effects of the American Idol generation where people think that, that they all think they can sing and they'll think they go and they line up and they're going to be on TV? Well, I have, those kids weed themselves um, it's sort of a self-weeding process from CYT because I have no tolerance for that. <laughs> so I have the kids God that come it. in with the big sort of, I'm going to be a star. I'm a YouTuber. I'm an influencer. Oh, no, no, no. It's like, okay, bye. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got it all. At, at well, you don't age? see them because they don't stay. Right, and, and right. True. We're an audition program. So, true. and I tell them flat out, I don't think you're going to be happy here. This yeah. is, we're not for you. We're about being a community and we're about learning about art but also finding a thing for all those kids that don't play baseball yeah. and that don't yeah. play soccer and yeah. that don't, they're not in the math club. Because your your own kids weren't really No, my own kids athletes. are CYT kids. Yeah, My girls are definitely indoor girls and they were theater kids from the beginning. My boys played some sports, but when they had to choose, yeah. they chose theater every time, 100% of the time. 
I mean, I, my favorite story, as you well know, you've heard it. Chris's um, junior year of high school. I love this story. He, I know. <laughs> they were auditioning for a show that they were going to do in the spring for the teens. It was high school age kids, and it was the show Yours, Anne, which is the musical version of Anne Frank. Oh, okay. Beautiful, beautiful show. And um, Kay DeFord, who was the director of the program before I was, had said to me, is Chris going to audition? I said, oh, yeah, he really wants to. Great. So I went home and I said, Chris, are you going to audition? He said, mom, one of the shows is the night of the junior prom. I, oh boy. I, I can't, I can't audition. I said, oh, okay. All right. That's fine. Your choice, whatever you want, but just go tell Kay cause she's expecting you to come. So you go tell her that you're not going to audition. Mm. He said, okay, okay. So he went into her office and he looked at her and he went, oh, I'll be here at auditions. <laughs> no way. Mm, oh my God. Gave That's... up his junior prom. He did go to the pre-prom party in his jeans and a t-shirt and they took a whole bunch of pictures and then he said, see ya, I got a makeup call. Have a good night. And good for him. God, that's so cool. Show. And did he tell you afterwards, he was like, mom, I just, something in me said, I just had to do it. He just, I, you know, I don't think we discussed it afterwards. Okay. It was more beforehand. Right when he said that he would be there, I said, I thought you weren't going to do it. He said, nope, I want to do it. I want to, I don't want to miss this show. I don't want to miss this group that of people. That sounds like a scripted story. I mean, I'm not saying it's not it real. Is, right? no, no, I, no. But when they, write, when they do the Chris Evans story biopic, you know, um, <laughs> that, that, that'll that be like the turning that'll point. The you story. can just see him looking, you yeah. know, and going, you know, yeah. soul searching and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And and the building yes. is the building, the building is named after Kay DeFord, who was Chris's mentor at, oh, cool. at Concord Youth Theater when he was young. I love it. Um, so he wanted to name it after her, which... So it's the K. DeFord Center for the Performing Arts. And we hope that other groups will come in and, and rent space from us and want to do So it's not, things. this is one of my questions. This is not, it, it is a Concord community thing, but if Correct. people, people like me who don't happen to live yep. in Concord, I'm allowed in the doors. You I are am. allowed. I no, mean, I'm in Sudbury. Well, you know people. Right. Yeah. yeah. Of course. We'll let you in. No, at, at, I have some other I stupid mean, questions. So we're so basically in, other, in residence in this beautiful new Performing Arts Center. Okay. Yeah. That, that answers one of my questions. Yeah. Um, but... Are, are there any grown-ups in the... I'm not looking for a part here or anything. <laughs> or maybe I am. He wants to read. Maybe I am. But, the, uh, but are, there, are there productions that you actually need a grown-up for the for parts? Or? We don't <laughs> put grown-ups in our productions. Damn it. But... Carrie, cancel those 8 by 10 glossies I just ordered. No, no, don't cancel them because okay. that's part of what we've been thinking about. We've, we're thinking about offering adults an opportunity. I, there are so many CYT alumni that are grown and i mean like i said we've been around since 1976 there's lots of cyt alumni that are sending their children to us now and they i, I think there's something it. there they would love to get in there yeah. and, oh, we, and, yeah. and like you in. said we can't go back and play varsity baseball right. and basketball <laughs> or whatever but this, sport, but this you can this you can do you can have do you, this sport your whole life have yeah. you seen the the satirical film carrie what's the one waiting for guffman um, right? we yeah, parties. We oh, okay. Because that's what this reminds me of. It, it's ritualistic. Yeah. Guffman is. It's not. Chris just did a film with Jamie Lee Curtis, which is opening in November. You're Chris, not Christopher Guest. Yeah, that's sorry, correct. Yeah. Well, he did it with Jamie Lee Curtis. And, right. And I just sat there going, <gasps> he goes, Mom, I know you love her husband, right? I said, like, in a weird yes, yes, yes like yeah. so much. Yeah. Like, yeah. Never so. mind her, who's a pretty good actress. She's awesome. I love her, <laughs> right. but let's talk right. about your husband. Because, oh my God, wow. just genius. Yeah. And yeah. and each one of those um, uh, repertory films that he's made, really starting with Spinal Tap and then Guffman. And <laughs> best the in Show. Best in Show, show is Mighty brilliant. Wind. But he pulls, like, no. he pulls off something very interesting, which is he mocks the community which he is covering but then leaves you with the sweetest taste in your mouth. Like it's so endearing to see these people that just think their dog is the most important thing in the world. And, and also that they think they're really going to Broadway. That was just, I we're mean, just, going to Broadway. We're, I think we're going to Broadway. And the right. cast. So our yeah. favorite Guffman line that we say regularly in our family is I hate you and I hate your ass face. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, who doesn't feel that way every day? Oh, what does someone? he say? He goes in for more money in front of the board and the, the, the board of this tiny town <laughs> and says for Corky. our, for our community, Corky, for our per community production, we need, I think he says two hundred, $100,000. It's like our budget for the entire year is only like $30,000. And then he called, did he call them ass faces or ass people or something? No, You're, I hate you and I hate I, your ass at, face. Your ass face. And I'm going to go, go home, home and, and bite, um, my, bite pillow. my pillow. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> oh, Lord. You could do the whole thing. But but that, um, but that buzz, that that's what 
lives in the, I don't mean to sound melodramatic about it, but I think that's great. I think that's great. And that's why I was, I was, I, I, my friend Max and I, who Carrie knows, we, one of the crazy ideas we kick around sometimes when we're having a drink is we should, we should audition for some community theater because we've never really done it. I think the lot, my last performance was when, uh, Carrie, you mentioned this earlier, you, you, uh, directed, directed me as Kanicki in the Camp Tell Noah production of Grease. I was also gamb- I was also gambler number five in, in Guys and Dolls Ooh. in high school. Yes. I did community theater as an adult just before I got married. So it was what, what many were you years in? ago. Community theater was, was um, oh my God, what was the play? Jake's Women. Wow. You just really went blank on that one. Jake's you? Women. Yeah. yeah. And I played great play. the, one of the I women. played the dead wife. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I had to kiss this old man, and it was disgusting. Wow, John but that's, was but that's like, acting, right? "All right, it's acting." It's was it a nude art. scene? No, no, no. But I was, was in the play Hair in college, Ooh. and my mom said, "If you're going to do the nude scene, I will not pay for college." <laughs> Whoa! And I did not do the nude scene. What, and would you say the same thing to your daughter? Uh, I don't know. Because she'd have to actually be in the play, first of all. <laughs> so that would be a win. You're and saying. no. <laughs> yeah. But um, the crazy thing is that when John and I, my husband and I went on our first date, he's like, I know how I know you. Because we realized we went to college together, but we didn't know each other. We knew the same people, but didn't mm. know each other. He's like, you were in the play Hair, weren't you? He played in the orchestra. Oh, it's a really wow. good thing you didn't do the nude scene. I know. Wait, that would have been... seen me naked. But yeah, there was a nude scene? Yeah, was there was. They said, they said, who wants to do the nude scene? And then, you know, whoever wants to, wanted to do it felt comfortable. There were people who did it. And then the final show, they gave everyone the option to do it. Because you had to either commit to it or not. And then the final show, they said, who wants to do it? And my mom said, if you do it, I will not pay for college. So did she come to that performance? She did. Oh, then, okay. Yeah. Well, see, yeah. those those were and the days. And my boyfriend at the time. And those, yeah. I bet it's changed because those were the days before. I mean, I hate to be like bottom line about it, but before uh, camera phones, right? So, right. so right. you know what I mean? Oh, if, if, yeah. If you're, this if you're, was 1992. Right. Right. So these days, yeah. if you're a, if you're, you know, in a college production of hair, right. you, you know, you, you can do it, but you got to presume that but it's going to be. You expect a, it's going to yeah, be on the internet. Yeah. And so, some people want that. So not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Hey, sign yeah. me up. Yeah. Uh, I, the phone isn't ringing, actually. Um, but Lisa, so Lisa, you actually, as artistic director, you oversee the whole shebang, but do you, do you still, I'm sorry, I don't know this. Do you direct? Do you actually direct the I kids do. on the, okay. I do. What is your, um, what's your favorite play to direct? Ooh. Or name a few if you like. Um, I think my favorite to direct is Wizard of Oz because Ooh, I, I love, 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 love that story. I love. It doesn't movie. bother you that it's secretly about Satanism. No, I'm just kidding. No, I kind of love that. There were and a lot the of Dark room. Side of the Moon, <laughs> watching it backwards. It, yeah. it, that movie yeah, has. Yeah, I mean, Floyd, yeah. For, yeah, yeah, for all for obvious reasons, yeah. the movie has a lot of mystical. I, I think love um, mystery so I love around it. it you know. Yeah. There's a rumor that one of the munchkins hung himself in during in the middle of the production. Oh, it's not right. true. And it's then not you saw true. His ghost or, yeah, yeah, there's some silly thing, but people yeah. love making up stuff about it. And I think it's because it's so yeah. magical. Um, and uh, so the the kids must love doing that one. Yeah. Um, they do. We just did it. We just did it last season. So right. um, yeah, it'll be another seven years before we do it again because we need to have a nice spread between repeats. Are you? Um, well, that's why the Concord Youth Theater is the best. So, there we and go. by the way, before we forget to mention, yeah, it's ConcordYouthTheater.org. And pay attention, people. It's T R E. They're fancy, the theatra. So it's Concord Youth Theater. So at the end of that word, it's R E dot org. Ooh, this is harder than you I thought it was going to be. Amazes me. We'll put I it in the show notes. To Check say, it out. Like go your ahead. whole, I know your whole family amazes me. But oh. Carly yep. teaches high school. Mm-hmm. Directs. She was directing the middle school plays. And the high school plays. Mm-hmm. She's, but she directs now. She's doing high school. She also directs at Concord Youth Theater. Mm-hmm. What? And like, she has three kids uh, and three yeah. kids. Yeah, she's a busy girl. What? She's like, got a lot of energy. I, she's I amazing. I'm, I'm in awe of her. I know people oh, are like, I'm in sweet. awe of her. All your whole sweet. family, but. Yeah, so she's I, an English teacher at, at Lincoln Sudbury. And I heard she met Tom Brady. She wasn't nervous at all. I mean, what the hell? She's like, what's the big deal? Jesus, it's weirdo brother Brady. of mine. Yeah, her siblings would have yeah. killed her if she met Tom Brady. I know, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, she's the head of the drama department at the high school. She does the shows there. She used to do the middle school. She This year, she cut back on that. Um, she still directs for me two shows a year. Um, she's a busy girl. I, I don't. And I mean, sometimes she 
finds time to do a community show herself. Right, right. She just did yeah. one last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you always been a lover of theater, Broadway, the whole shebang? Yes, indeed. I it was my thing shebang. when I was young. And you know how yeah. parents, you always want your kid to do what yeah. you did. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, we talked earlier about we're summer camp people. Yep, my kids were right. like Velcro children. I couldn't get them. I could barely get them to go to day camp. I think that's so, so funny. I know. I really wanted them to go to overnight camp, but they didn't. But um, so you put your kid in. Oh, well, I play baseball. I'm going to put my kid in baseball. And I did this. Yeah. So I did theater. I did community theater and I was a dancer. And so Carly's three years old. She's going to take ballet. She's going to do all of that. And then we'll get her in some theater. But she happened to really like it. And then the other kids asked about it. And I thought, yes. Secretly, I was cheering. I was so right. happy. Mm-hmm. Um and it's but nice that you didn't push them into it. I didn't. I let them choose. I even told the boys no, but they just That's all great. went into it. In my youngest, who wasn't that enamored with it, she said, well, I might as well do it. Everybody else is there. But now she runs um, my light board, and she does a lot of tech for me, and she builds the costumes oh, for the cool. shows. And they can all yeah. sing. They can all sing. And Scott dances. They all can they dance. All dance. They all dance. I, have, I've I only don't think seen people Scott. know that has Chris sung oh, in... in what? He has sung in a lot of movies. Oh, he has. Oh, okay. Yeah. You okay. look it up. You uh, can find it. I will. There is a video of Scott. I'm going to try to pull it up. Scott and Chris singing together. Yes, Can I is. pull that up? Sure. sure. All right. I, I mean, said, they put it on YouTube. They did it. I knew you wouldn't be bashful to talk all about your kids, but I still no, want to talk lo- about I, you, Lisa. So, yeah, what, okay, so just do you remember um, the first production you were in? Um. Yes. Uh, the very first production I was ever in was Oklahoma. And um, that was a thousand years ago. And, you know, things like You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, and How to Succeed in Business, you know, typical Jesus Christ superstar, mm-hmm. all that stuff in the 70s. Right, right. Yeah. I was, um, I played the, we did Alice in Wonderland in the fifth grade. And every boy wanted to be the Mad Hatter. Of course. Because you want to be the Mad Hatter. He's the coolest. Yes. Um, and stupid Barry Corn got to be the, oh the Mad God. Hatter. Yeah. The Barry Corn? The Barry Corn, you know, from summer camp. Barry and I went to summer camp together. We did everything he together. He took apart from you? He took you apart will, from me. You will never, ever forget And I that. had to be the Mock Turtle. He hasn't forgotten it. I was the Mock Turtle. I had, I don't know why we went so all out. There are pictures of me just draped in green. But like, I kind of love that part. I didn't, but it's not but, a fun not part, though. In fact, when you think of Alice in Wonderland, you don't even really think of the mock turtle. No. But he cries a lot, and so I had to. <laughs> That's good for you. <laughs> well, you know I really got into role. Yep. Well, what it would it mean? Like, so I lived in LA for a few years and to work in entertainment, and I had a roommate who was an actress, and I had a really, really good friend who was trying to be an actor, and they wanted to do nothing else but be an actor. And that's all they, like, that's what they want to do with their yes. lives. And it just amazed me how some people want to be mathematicians and some people want to be doctors mm-hmm. and some people want to be actors. And it's just amazing. But were you how, impressed or disgusted or a, somewhere I'm in, in between? I'm huh? of anybody who, <laughs> that's impressed. all they want to do. I mean, when I was, when I was in film school, we had a, we had a professor who said, if there's nothing else you want to do with your life, go into this business. Right. If there's something else you want to do, don't do it. Right. I mean, don't do this business because right. it's crazy. Right. And so I actually got to the point where I was like, eh, I think I need to get out. And not that I was like fully immersed in it, but, um, and now I'm back in it. Right. But, um, right. but these people who, actors, they just, that's what they want to do. And there, those, and there and were those, and there were those that, a lot that and, get obsessed. But then there are those yeah. apparently like Chris, who it right. sounds like he might, he's not going to miss watching a Patriots game <laughs> to, to take a role, right? <laughs> no, I mean, no, maybe, no, no, no. Um, He'll have that written right into his contract. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sorry, I need the to, Super Bowl the game's on will be once. here, and I will be needing. <laughs> I need two days off. And I remember hearing a bit by. Uh, Jeff Garland, who's on the Goldbergs and probably best known as uh, the agent on Curb Your Enthusiasm, but he was doing some kind of bit, and he said, uh, oh, these kids this, these days, they're so driven, they're working, and the comic's working. Uh, he goes, uh, like, you got your goals, that's great. My goal is I just want to take a nap. I just want to go home and take a nap. Like, after the <laughs> show, I'm going to home me. to take a nap. Um, well, that's like Chris and his dog. He just wants to oh, be with Dodger. the dog. Yeah. Just, oh, my God, I love the pictures I just want to go home Dodger and see my dog. I just, uh, What's the dog's name? Dodger. Dodger. Uh, not after the. Not you want to know, know where it came from. Artful Dodger. There you go. Hey. The name there. Check out the brain That's on Dave. Awesome. Well, well Riz, uh, my dog is Rizzo. There you go. The actual mm-hmm. truth, it's from it's the Artful Dodger, but from the um, animated Oliver and Company from Disney, from that 
movie. Do you remember who sang the theme song? Uh, or Billy one Joel. of the songs? That's uh, right! Please, please. Oh my God, Lisa what? Evans, I love you. Don't ask me any Disney questions. You don't know about oh, our family in yeah. Disney. We have a little obsession bit of an obsession. With Disney. Yeah. But his dog <laughs> looks like that animated character, only his colors are the opposite. And Chris said, Mom, he just looks just like Dodger in Oliver and Company. And I said, well, then, honey, that's his name. I mean, And he adopted him, right? He adopted him, yeah. Billy Joel actually played. Billy Joel, I have on the brain because I just bought Billy Joel tickets. Carrie, you can't make it. I'm going in uh, December. I'm very excited to see him at Madison Square Garden. But he voiced the character of the Artful Dodger in the animated. Yeah. Um, This is weird because it's a really good song that you don't often hear. It's a great song. Yeah. It he, sounds like River of Dreams. Oh. Like yeah, a little. You're right. Riding on top of a cab in New York City singing this song, this dog, and his hair is all it's so yeah. cute. Billy Joel, if you're listening, could you please play this on December 11th when I come see you? <laughs> One minute I'm in Central Park. Then I'm down on the We'll just wait for the chorus. I like this song. It was a little more. Now, I guess it goes without saying that he... Um, Billy Joel wrote that for the movie, I'm pretty sure. But that's not like in the show or anything. Okay. But you know what? I didn't realize they mentioned St. Mark's Place. Scott used to live on St. Mark's. Oh, really? Well, Scott was in New York for 13 years. He lived everywhere. But he never left Manhattan. He wouldn't. People would say, well, move to Brooklyn. It's cheaper. I'd rather live in a 10 by 10 foot room in Manhattan than a a luxurious apartment anywhere else. Yeah. Well, Billy Joel is required by law to require to have three references to New York in all of his songs. You know, he re- he rode through Bedford Stuy alone. You know, that's right. Um, that's right. So, all right, I do have to ask you briefly about Disney because I'm, I'm okay. so you are. Oh well, I lo- yeah, of course, I love so, the Evil Empire, but no, I'm I'm kidding. I love Disney. Yes, so um, we just got back. Oh, from uh, Orlando. So we go. <gasps> one, our family goes once a year. I need a full report on the Star Wars thing. You're that guy? Yes. Okay. So my son-in-law is that guy. <laughs> okay. And um, I had to, it is spectacular. It is. And I like Star Wars, but I'm not crazed. The The visual is unbelievable. Wow. You're so you see You're like nuts. the Millennium Falcon, right? <laughs> A full-size Millennium Falcon. And then. <laughs> right there. So it looks like you're in Star, it feels like you're in Star Wars it's, world or whatever. Yes. Yeah. You actually, it, it's amazing. I I'm never going to say anything negative about Disney. Every single thing about Disney World is magical, perfect, amazing, over the top, magnificent. I'm with you. We, and you get there. I know a lot of some of my best friends are anti-Disney people. Oh, no, no, no. No, yeah. no. Um, talk to me. I'll get them right out of that. Carrie, I'm turning your microphone off. No, if you shame disagree. on her. Yes. No, no, no. Get we went, you don't we get it. One day. We went for one day it. and it was crazy. And Jordan's like, we didn't plan very well. You don't get it. It was just. Yeah. The next time you talk yeah. to Carly, she will schedule <laughs> you and plan you out and tell you okay. exactly what not to do and what to do. You know who you are? You're the person who, when when <laughs> they scream for you to clap for to, to make sure Tinkerbell doesn't die. Come on, everyone. Clap. Or else Tinkerbell's clap. Gonna, you don't clap. <laughs> You're killing Tinkerbell. No, I so don't. if you Google Chris Evans and Disney, right. you will I find right 10,000 why oh. he's obsessed. He, and he says it in every interview. Oh, I love you guys. Do even they more. leave him alone, though? Uh, he was on a, one of the late night talk shows during promotion for <laughs> Avengers and stuff with all those other guys. And they were asking questions about how well do you know each other? Mm-hmm. And they said, what, what, you know, what's your favorite Disney? What do you know all the words to? And somebody said, it's not fair. He knows all the words to everything. It doesn't matter. Little wow. Mermaid, the old school Robin Hood, the new, yeah. he knows them all. Yeah. That's, but it's not just him. It's our whole family. See, what I think people don't get about Disney is it's, I mean, first of all, think of what it, my my son, Adrian, he's obsessed with Disney and he sometimes- We're going to take him with us. Well, terrific. 
Well, and you can get the Adrian has autism, so you can get the special assistance Sweet. pass, and you can cut some of the lines. Yes, which is fun. That's why we love going. One of the reasons why we love going. Oh, also, and because you know, you know, he's have, my son, and he loves it. You know, I have Chris with me, right? When we go, so uh, we, we kind of cut the. Lines. Are you sure he has to come? Okay, <laughs> well, that's fine. It's good yes. because we cut the lines too. Uh, okay, There's good. an article that says twelve times Chris Evans' Disney obsession could not be contained, and yeah. and and one uh, of the one of them. We'll there put a link. To, these, we'll put a link to this we'll, on the show notes, folks. He, so you can he is every Disney fanatic, but there's a kid. Where where that picture? This is one from? of those. That's a school picture. Yeah, yeah. school pictures. Like, those Olin Mills pictures. The background. I mean, yeah, I don't know what. The, he's got a little bit of a feathered hairstyle. Oh, he said he's, we do an annual Disney trip on that. So yes, around the holidays. We do the Why didn't he say thanks, time? Mom? I mean, to my to my just just not to go on and on about Disney. We are sort of up against the clock here. A few more minutes with Lisa, and before I get, I'll repeat it. Concord Youth Theater. Theater. <laughs> ConcordYouthTheater.org and on Instagram, just Concord Youth Theater again with the R-E at the end. So make sure you check them out. I mean, do you need people to know? Do you need support from donations might be nice? Do you take donations? Oh, sure. oh yeah. yeah. We okay. are a nonprofit 501c3 okay. organization and we're doing, you know, theater for kids. It's not it's not a popular place where people want to give a lot of money because and I get that. But we it's do, important. we offer scholarships, we do all kinds of great things for kids in terms of giving them the opportunity to look at the arts because schools aren't, you know, arts are the first thing to get cut. Theater being, of the three arts that they offer in school, you know, theater, music, and visual art, theater's the first one to get but cut. But it must be time. tough to raise money for a theater it's because, <laughs> because I mean, Suburban, white, it's all, yeah, all charity white. is, in theory, all charity yep. is good but right, right. there are those weird because i've i've helped out similar things and yep. you get that thing where well yeah that's not like i used to uh, be part of this foundation for metro west which is a nice foundation and yep. it was to boost business in that area and everything i remember it's, one guy left the board and he was this old crotchety guy and said hey we missed you on the board and he says well i'd rather give my money to dana farber and i'm like okay yeah that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Both yeah. good. and the same with theater it's like it's it's Great and it's noble, but it is kind of tough when you're competing with other costs. But um, do you have an annual uh, signature fundraiser? We have an annual fund, which we just completed the letter. We'll mail it out the first annual week in fund. November. Sorry, I didn't. Yes. I was going to say ev- okay. ev- event. Do you have a, an event that we goes have a on? lot of events? Working Ask Carrie. Event. <laughs> she's, the, she's the fundraising person. When's the next big we one we should lot. know about? Uh, well, when is I don't know. Well, well, probably we'll, January. Yeah. Last week of January, yeah. we do a big one in um, to be determined. Yeah. All right. Check yeah. the website. Yeah. Um, Cool. What haven't we covered? Oh, wait, I have something. Uh, so if you'll entertain one question from uh, our listening audience, uh, Lisa, this is from, it's not really our least listening audience, but um, we, we have, your your son has a huge friend in one of our podcasters, Ed, Ed Nathanson. Who's, oh, I have another thing I have to tell you, another oh, okay. funny story. Yeah. And he is obsessed with, with comic books and, and comic book movies, and he says, I'm a Cap guy all the way. Nice. He's a Captain America guy. So his question was, did Chris have a favorite superhero as, as a young man? Chris will answer that it, that was his dad. That's oh. what he'll say. I, yeah, that's what he'll say. <laughs> well, that's the correct answer. Correct. Well done. Um, so he, it sounds like he wasn't super. I mean, it's okay. He, we, we, I mean, he, my kids played. They were all about Skeletor and He-Man. Oh. Those were the things they played with. Lion. What, what was it? Lion-O? Thundercats. You're asking Thundercats. Look, I'm Remember like those one guys? of four girls in my so, family. That's right. So he was He-Man and um, Thundercats. Those were the things that he loved. And he and his brother was all about those guys. A friend, Ed, just to demonstrate how much of a fan he is, his other question for you was, before he was born, were you visited by three wise men? <laughs> <laughs> Love Ed. <laughs> and he's a camp no, no, no. kid. He's another camp, camp kid. The camp yeah, number four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, Carrie, did you have one more thing no, before, no, we, no, before okay. we shoot out of here? Okay. No, I think that's good. Well, Lisa Evans, you're awesome. I hope you had fun. Did you have fun? This is a blast. All right. I'm very relaxed. <laughs> it might be a little too relaxed. <laughs> well, what the heck? I mean, no, you didn't drop any f bombs, even I though we told you I you know, could. I didn't, you you want to get in a couple right now? Yeah, what do I get for that? What the fuck, Lisa? <laughs> Somerville girl, man. <laughs> Should have been right from the beginning. Yeah, I had the, I, I had that. I just killed the outro music because I just wanted you to know I have the beep ready, but we didn't have to use it. So let's <laughs> we get don't out even of here. ever have to use it, do we? Well, not well. Sometimes I play it for comic effect. Yes. Sometimes things are funnier when they're beeped for some reason. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, um, 
let's bring this podcast to a merciful close. The highlight, of course, was us talking to Lisa Evans once again. ConcordYouthTheater.org. Thanks to our uh, sponsor, U.S. Postal Service, USPS.com slash careers is where you go to learn about careers in the post at the post office, U.S. Postal Service. Uh, Captain America would be proud. Support your country, everybody. And download the Adore app, kids. Go to the App Store and download the Adore. It's A-D-O-R-I. It's a really cool podcast player. You will dig it. If you like this podcast, share it with a friend. What the heck? Share it with a comic book friend. Share it with a, a fucking Patriots fan, man. <laughs> and go back and listen to America's Game of Story, narrated by my boy, Chris Evans. Anyway, um, oh, what what else did I want to say, Carrie? There was something. Else. Oh yeah, if we produce podcasts here, if you believe it, uh, at pod six one seven dot com. We're clearly we're very good at it. In Westwood, Mass. Go to the website if you're interested in your own podcast. So, on behalf of, I got through the whole hour with, uh, without calling you uh, Mrs. Captain America, but Mama um, America, Mother Mama America. Yeah. On behalf of Mother America, Lisa Evans Oops, and proud mom and. Proud Bob. And Carrie Tabasco, who's proud to work with me. Right, Carrie? Mm-hmm, <laughs> Most mm-hmm. of the time. <laughs> My name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a great day, everybody. You must be the other guy. I love the Patriots. I like any sports entity, but but Tom is a, is a special yeah, man. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs>